What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. On January 1, but I'll call, I'll call in for a little bit, but it'll be basically Andrew's show that day, and you can look forward to that. But uh, lots, lots of course going on in the world of sports. We had NFL on Saturday, three NFL games, college bowl seasons kicked off. Uh, I, for one, and I don't usually do this until at least the holiday season, I'm paying attention to college basketball because I know it's weird, but I like USC football. I like UCLA basketball. Those are the teams I rooted for as a kid. And uh, the UCLA Bruins thrashing Maryland earlier this week. Their new Big Ten, uh, soon-to-be Big Ten rivals, and then they beat Kentucky. I always like to see Calipari lose, no matter who who he's going against. But UCLA beating Kentucky yesterday at Madison Square Garden. So I'm, I'm excited about where the Bruins are headed. They had a tough loss in the, um, I guess it was the uh, Sweet 16 to UNC at Philly last year. And, of course, UNC went all the way to the finals. But, um, anyway, something to look forward to in 2023 because there's not much for me personally when, you know, the Rams are a disaster right now. We'll see what Baker can do on Monday night against the Packers. Uh, And my team is not spending any money. I mean, I did spend a little bit of money, but nothing in comparison to the Yankees and the Phillies and a lot of other teams, I mean, they picked up a catcher, but my gosh, a little disappointed with the inactivity of the St. Louis Cardinals front office. As as again, they're just not responding to the fan base. The fan base, number two in attendance this past year behind only the Dodgers. And I get it. It was because mostly because of the pool holes farewell tour. But anyway. Disappointed they haven't spent a few more dollars and, and spruced up an offense that was completely and utterly shut down um, by those two Phillies pitchers in the in that mini series. It would turn out to be a mini series, so I'm a little disappointed in the Cardinals. We'll see if they can do anything between now and opening day in uh, early April. But anyway, you don't want to hear me pint pine away here in the Cardinals or the Rams or UCLA or USC. You want to hear. Some Philadelphia conversation. <laughs> and the man for the job sits across the glass from me. By the way, I want to tell you folks, I've been blessed here at Fox Sports Radio to meet a lot of great friends and a lot of great people. Very few of them, by the way, have ever given me a gift. But before the show, I have this little book I always hand over to Andrew. Here's the phone numbers. You know, you keep the book. It's like a little calendar book. And anyway, he got me a new a new kind of a, what's it was like a would you call it a calendar book or just a little notebook? I'd go a little notebook. Okay, I like. I it. think little notebook is the I, simplest way, and it's accurate. I love it, and and I love it. It's a perfect gift along with uh, Mike Graham. Does he work for this insurance company? By the way, what's the insurance company? Boxing. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful golf course scene, and but we need a new calendar in this where I sit anyway. Uh, I've been looking at calendars. I don't want to get into it, and uh, sure the, I'm sure the station doesn't want me to get into it, but, you know, I sit in a room here surrounded by reminders of 2020, and we need to move ahead. 
move ahead into 2023, and we have a beautiful calendar here where I sit. I stare at it now. Beautiful golf course, and uh, on on the on the on the January. Um, is it all golf? Let me just look here. Yes, I, I think it's all, all golf. golf. Yeah, nice. So anyway, I'm so thankful to my partner, uh, Mr. Andrew Stone, and I'm thankful for Mike, Mike Raymond for 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 bringing me into the future. As I still look at at least one, two, there's three counters of 2020 still in this room. But we're moving into a new room, by the way, I'm told. Yeah, we'll get working on tearing those down, those old calendars. That'll be a project for 2023. It's not a happy reminder. It was just, I mean, for the world, really. And and, 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 uh, we had dodged the bullet in our family uh, for most of 2020. But at the very end, when you really want to have a great celebration... I think I told you before the show is December the twentieth, I believe, that we were diagnosed. The, the, the my immediate family, boom, 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 and it was a Christmas that you, you talk about a Christmas to remember. That was a Christmas to forget. Um, but anyway, on a happier note, wow, good stuff happening for most of the teams in Philadelphia. Andrew, your teams are doing well, and as we look ahead to twenty twenty three, you got to be excited. Yeah, and. Uh... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that that's one of the things about this Eagles team that I don't think we focus on a ton is yeah, this season has been great and they've been a, a joy to watch, uh, and obviously have high goals set for this upcoming season. But the thing about where the Eagles are right now is I feel great about the future of this team moving forward into twenty twenty three and beyond. I think in year two of Nick Sirianni, they've been able to establish a tremendous culture, uh, offensive system, foundation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it seems like they found the quarterback for the next decade. They, uh, you know, obviously some older pieces you're going to have to replace like any team would as time marches on. Jason Kelsey probably only has a couple more years in him. You know, Lane Johnson on the other side. But then you look and you've got some good young pieces on that offensive line waiting on the wings as it is and Jordan Mailata, especially, you know, on the left side there and Dickerson and those guys. And then you look at your, you know, young core around Jalen Hurts. You got A.J. Brown as a young dude, Devontae Smith, a young dude, Dallas Goddard. Like not just this, th- this is not a one or two year championship season. And it doesn't even feel quite like 2017 where the success there you know, kind of just came out of the woodwork. They were a 7-9 and nine team the season before that in Wentz's rookie year. There were really no expectations going into that season. Well, this year you had something to build on. When you had the the, the surprise 9-8 and eight season last year, you had the playoff run, you had Sirianni turning things around. So when I think about this team, it's not just this year necessarily. Now, the goal is still the Super Bowl this year because this team is that good right now, and they're good enough to get the job done right now. But I'm just saying, in the past, it always felt like we had this finite window for this team. And it really hasn't been since the early days of the Reed McNabb kind of era, where you looked back and you said, no, this team is really, really set up for the next five years or so. Like, this is just the beginning of what could be a really, really nice run for this franchise. So, anyway, today you got the Chicago Bears. Uh, They are without Darnell Mooney. They are without... Chase Claypool, uh, that's that's rough when you're down your top two targets against those secondaries and Darius or those uh, two cornerbacks and Darius Slay and James Bradbury. 
maybe a lot of Cole Kometz, the tight end, if that's how you say his last name, Cole Kometz, Cole Kometz. Um, so I don't have a lot of fear about this game this afternoon. I know any given Sunday, whatnot, we all saw what the Texans did against Dallas last weekend and, you know, a game where the Cowboys should have had that one handily. But uh, I don't see major problems with the Bears today. And then just really quickly, Keith, the uh, 76ers looks like may have turned a bit of a corner at this point in the season. They're in the midst of a seven-game homestand right now, 4-0 and during this homestand. You got Embiid playing, you know, like Embiid at his usual MVP kind of level. And then very quietly, James Harden is looking really good over the last couple of weeks. And he has turned into, I think, the version of James Harden that you want to see on this team, which is, yeah, he'll look to score, but distributor, playmaker Harden, first and foremost, that's when the team had the majority of their success last year. Uh, So he's looking really good. Obviously, Embiid is Embiid. And right now you're just gearing up for hopefully getting Tyrese Maxey back in the next couple weeks reacclimating him into that system there and hopefully by this time next month or so the Sixers are humming on all cylinders and looking good heading into the all-star break there so uh yeah as you said Keith good times hey, right now you know one of my favorite songs and I think he was uh, I think he passed away at one of our many many way too many deaths in 2022 on the national scene and, and locally I believe Meatloaf died yes he did this past year and one of my favorite songs that uh, he put out there in my heyday in the 70s was Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. For you, well, I'm not counting. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do respect. I know it's World Cup time, and we're competing against the World Cup at our second hour today. But anyway, um, thank God America's not playing, or I might have taken the day off. You know, I might I might want to uh, have, have checked that off <clears throat> when watched. But um, What do we got? We got France and Argentina, right? Messi and... Uh... It's whoever's yeah, on France. I, I guess I, I, I don't know. Who to, I don't know why, but I'm going to root for France. I don't know why. I just don't know why. I like French fries, I guess. I don't know. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm right there with you. French pastries. France. I don't know. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. He had that song. Two, Meatloaf had that song. Two out of three ain't bad. I love that song. And uh, for you, my friend, when you talk about the four major teams in Philadelphia, again, don't no offense to the union, but they play down in kind of like Chester anyway. They play south, well south of the city. They do. Uh, I've been there. It's a nice stadium, right on the river. But anyway, <clears throat> I would say three out of four ain't bad. Sixers looking good, as you said. Eagles best team in football record wise at the moment, and the Phillies making these moves, restocking, reloading. Big spenders all the sudden. They look Phillies. like a team that's going to be at the top of the National League again. Yeah, and uh, so I would think as you go into this holiday season, my good friend, you got to feel pretty good about life in Philadelphia or sports life. I absolutely do. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you, the uh, it, it felt like it really peaked in kind of October when the you know Eagles were still undefeated, the Phillies were in the World Series. We had that moment of like, oh, everything's going right, and then the Phillies, you know, get knocked out in Game Six, and it's like, well, were we making too much of this? Like, no, the the future really is bright for for the vast majority of the teams here. But, but you know, I know you guys, you're not happy unless you're complaining. You, the Philly fan is, they call it Negadelphia for a reason. And it's, it's, pro- it's, it's probably a bit unsettling to have at least three or four teams looking very, very good right now, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, something could go wrong at any time. 
Like as I'm sitting here three hours before kickoff, not, nothing, nothing is safe. <laughs> I will say this though, you know, you mentioned the Phillies. I I got to give it. I got to give it the Eagles. I mean, they've been the best team. Um, they keep looking better every for, week too. from from day one. The Phillies got hot at the right time. I right. I know I'm bitter because they took out my Cardinals. I I am bitter. No, that's fair. I'm though. a bitter that's man. I, I hold grudges, but um. You know, they, nobody was. I mean, even you, we were you're like, yeah, you know, it's the same old story with them. They look good against bad teams, and they're you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And and you were saying that, and and uh, then they got hot at the right time, and they they got really really hot, and they and they went on that roll that took out what uh, I, I forget the order, but the Cardinals, the Braves, and the Padres. You got it exactly, and even won. Uh, what did they win? Game one of the World Series and game yep, the comeback. Three. So they're up one oh two and two one in the series. Uh, but the Eagles, un- unlike the Phillies who just happened to get hot at the right time, the Eagles have been dominant from day one. And uh, they, 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 they look awfully good. Now, there's a couple teams out there, and one of them played in an unbelievable game yesterday. I Biggest comeback in NFL history. Now, that was insane. That yeah. was, uh, I, I, as I'm sure a lot of people did, I, I turned that off at 33 yeah. nothing at yep. halftime. And then I'm looking at my, I think when it was 36-21, that's when I Start said, paying attention. okay, maybe I should turn this back on. Mm-hmm. And then immediately saw Kirk Cousins throw another interception to the end zone intended for Jalen Reger and, and get picked off again. So I said, mm-hmm. all right, maybe I should turn it off again. But mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I was too soon there, too. Now, it was crazy. Now, you can tip your cap and say, wow, what a comeback. But then, you know, you never – if you're, you're a serious NFL – NFC title contender or Super Bowl contender, you not you can't. I know it was some weird plays, but you can't find yourself down thirty three nothing to the Indianapolis Colts. You just can't. So I'm not sure I take Minnesota seriously, but uh, there's some good teams out there. I think the team, if I was you, mm-hmm. and I hate to say it because I'm a Rams fan, but the team I would be most concerned about is the one that uh, Mike Raymond and Matt Marcus root for. That 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 the team that. You know, broke my heart in San Francisco so many times, the 49ers. Yeah, if they had one of the good quarterbacks, and by good quarterbacks I'm talking about the elite of the elite, like the Pat Mahomes, the Joe Burrow, the Josh Allen. If they had one of those guys for the last five years, this team would probably be going for like their second or third Super Bowl right now. Because, I mean... And they even got to the Super Bowl with... Garoppolo, uh, 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 and it's a, I can't pronounce that name. Yeah, you, you can just go Jimmy G. Yeah, and uh, it seems like we do this every year where we just like praise this team during the regular season, and we're like, oh man, all systems humming under Jimmy G, you know. And then come playoffs when they get knocked out, it's oh, how did we think that they were going to do this with Jimmy G? Like you know, this dude caps their ceiling every single season. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of the same thing this year. Like I am worried about this team because they're really, really, really good and. Now offensively, they're so talented. Defensively, they probably have the best defense in the league right now, with all due respect to, like, Philly and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, I know that the media, like, loves Brock Purdy, and he looks good out the gate, and he looks way more comfortable than anybody would have expected in, in the NFL environment. At the same time, I'm still not scared of Brock Purdy sure. at this point when it comes to the playoffs. Well, let's see how he playoffs does. Playoffs are a and different you, story and here. And you have the great weapon. You have that great pass rush. So let's see how he does. Uh, I, and I think that's going to happen. I really believe that we're going to wind up with a San Francisco at Philly NFC Championship game. I hope so. It'd be a great game. Uh, I'm not sure what the date of that would be as I look to the new calendar here uh, that Mr. Raymond has put up here in this room. I believe that probably would be the 29th 
because the regular season wraps up on the 8th. Then we have the wild card round on the 15th, the divisional round on the 22nd, and then the NFC and AFC championship games on January 29th. Sounds right to me. Jump ahead to the Super Bowl, which this year is later than ever, February the 12th, right right in time for Valentine's Day. So there you have it. Uh, So, yeah, I think I'm going to put – I'm not going to – I'm looking to write stuff on the on the calendar that Mike Raymond just put up, but I can almost put on an NFC Eagles 49ers for January 29th right now. Great for the station here. That'd be fun. Uh, fun for you and him. Exactly. That'd be a good time. And yesterday was really a great day of football all around. Like, well, that, that I mean, Capra, I didn't see much of the. Uh, I didn't. Well, I actually didn't see much of all, all three of them because I was covering some basketball. But they that again the the team that's going to come out. I believe. I still think it's going to be their time. And we'll talk more about it with Joyce Reed Ebling in our final mm-hmm. segment today. Those Buffalo Bills, they find a way. They were down. When I, when I picked up that game, it was 29-21. Tw- and then here came here, here came the snow, and here came uh, Mr. Allen and company. I was just ready to come in here this morning and say, you know, I've been telling you all year the Bills aren't quite right. Josh Allen had another couple bad turnovers again last night. But, yeah, you're right. I, they do always find a way at the end to get these things done more often than not. Again, just got to wait for the playoffs mm-hmm. with this team. They're kind of like my 76ers, like the regular season success, you know, make of it what you will, but it really just comes down to the playoffs. Well, I think I, I, you could speak more about the Phillies with that. I mean, they were just a – no one, no one – I don't, very few people thought they were going to be in the World Series when the playoffs began last year. That's yeah. for sure. All right, we got to take a break. I'm going to give you quickly the lineup we have um, – Mark Mazziata, who is a good friend um, and uh, a wonderful guy, crazy guy, but a wonderful guy. And uh, he's got a special event coming up. And, and since this is my last show until uh, January 8th, wanted to get him on to uh, plug this show. Uh, I, actually, a special event he's got at his place uh, for Joey Greller coming up in, in, in January. Then we're going to have my buddy, uh, it's kind of a friend's show, last show of the year, holiday season. My friend uh, Randy Atia, who is the Allen Athletic Director, they uh, the Canaries got a victory over the Huskies yesterday, and uh, they have a holiday tournament coming up the week between Christmas and New Year. We'll talk to Randy about that, and then my good friend Joyce Reed Ebling. Uh, I always like to check in with her. I haven't seen her in a while, uh, but uh, d- does some great work for the Andre Reed Foundation. I'll get her. T- I'm sure the Bills backers were all excited late last night, and uh, they always have these big uh, get-togethers over at Volpe's in Emmaus, and. Uh, I'm sure they were excited late last night. They were a little concerned earlier, I think, but but they were having a good time at the end. We'll uh, take a break. Come back. You're listening to Calling All Sports on Fox Sports Radio. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. 
one last time. And then we turn the page. Maybe we could turn the page to some new new material in 2023. We could play that song, uh, Turn the Page. Well, who, who sings that? Oh, man. It's going to kill me. I'll get that for you uh, later all right, on the show. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Um, all right. Just a reminder, we got uh, triple header NFL action for you. The Jets hosting the Lions. That kicks it off. And then we have uh, Cincinnati and Tampa Bay. And we close it out with the big one. Big one in the mm-hmm. NFC East. Uh, Giants at the uh, Commanders. I got it right today. Bob Seeger turned the page. Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger. Uh, He's yes, a good, yeah, but, another guy from my wheelhouse in the 70s. Um, although he probably had some hits in the 80s, too. Uh, well done on the Commanders. You did a lot better than a lot of people at my parents' holiday party last night. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see if this guy can do well. He's uh, one of my favorites. And uh, let's see what, what, what comes out of his, uh, his um, mouth today. We, we just never know. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the owner. A pot doggies up there in uh, on Cherryville Road in the beautiful town of Northampton, Pennsylvania. The one and only, thank God, Mark Maziata. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Let me tell you something, Keith. <laughs> there you go. They, they, they didn't break the mold when they made me. There was no mold. <laughs> and I'm sitting across. I'm sitting across right now. I'm sitting across from your good buddy Chuck France. And if you're going to root for a team, you root for France because it's Chuck France. Why wouldn't you root for France? That's right. It's spelled differently, but you're, that's a good point. That's a good point. Absolutely, Keith. Come on now. You come up with a gem every decade or so, you know? <laughs> uh, very early, my friend. And by the way, just before we get started, you broke my heart the other day when I you didn't come here to eat. Lunch and you're Chuck. He's out buying food. Well, you were too. He didn't come by to eat lunch here. Yeah, but you were. I wasn't in Northampton. I was in Whitehall. But but anyway, you you also you could spit from there. You could hit Northampton from Uh, where you were. I can't spit that far. Um, (laughs) But no, but yeah, I'm 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 enjoying myself. The beautiful scenery, the giant supermarket. They don't need a plug. They make enough money. But (laughs) giant, I'm walking, having a nice little time, and all of a sudden. Out a little blindside hit if, uh, from my my man, Mister. There's only one guy who would do that. I should have I, before I even turned around. I knew who it was, but <laughs> Mister. Mister. Masiata. Uh, hey, uh, let's get to it. Uh, yeah. The charity event coming up, and it's early this year, I think. Right? It's it's an early January. Yeah, it's kind of a week early. It's on January eighth this year. Okay, and it's for uh, Joey Grawler. Joey Grawler currently uh, uh, plays basketball for Whitehall. Obviously, he's not playing right now. Yes. And he's a great kid. I met him. He's, he's 15 years old, and he has acute leukemia. And his acute – am I right, Chuck? His leukemia is, is a rare form. Mm-hmm. So, But he's the good part is right now he's responding well to the treatments that he's getting. So they're hopeful, hopeful, I say that maybe in a month or so that he won't need any more treatments, at least chemo for the time being. But, you know, Keith, let me tell you something. I know because of my sister and my mom, especially, that's how this all started, my sister in 1992 when she, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I, that's why I know a little bit about it because, you know, I'm not that smart. But the bottom line is that uh, leukemia is weird. I, I'm going to give you a, weird, a, a quick story which will interest you because you remember Mike Corey, Mr. Corey. Oh, very well. 
great Central okay. Catholic coach. Yep. When I was at Central Catholic, he coached me up before I went to Darrow. Mm-hmm. And we became very good friends. Well, he owned Josie's Delicatessen down, downtown Easton, mm-hmm. which is now closed but supposed to reopen. But anyway, he's waiting on me on a Monday. And then when I would come in, Marker, he'd go and he, you know, we love to see each other. And, and, and he was talking and we were joking. And I knew he had leukemia, but I didn't know how, how serious it was. Well, he was fine. The next Monday he was dead. Mm. And it, it hits that fast. Mm-hmm. Leukemia mm-hmm. could hit you that fast. Mm-hmm. And it can take you out in a matter of days. It took Mr. Corey out in a matter of days. The whole town, the whole, all of Easton was stunned mm-hmm. when, he, when he passed away. But it just goes to show you. Uh, how these cancers, and this kid has that. This kid has acute leukemia, and, right. and, and, and it's a rare, like I say, I can't, I don't know the specific name, but it's a rare form of cancer, and, you know, what chance do these kids have? I mean, come on, you're 15 years old, but, you know, you know Keith, this kid is such a nice, did you meet him? Very, yes, I have, yep. And what I, a nice kid. Mm-hmm. What a nice boy beautiful family so, so anyway you're gonna do what you normally do and that's open up the store and everything that day and at what time are you opening up that day by the okay, way let me let me tell you how it works okay this started we started this is my 20th event uh-huh well between having dances when my sister was alive yet and raising money and now here at the store this is our sixth event at the store and what we do that day, and it's important for me to get this across to anybody who's listening, is we open the store at 11 o'clock. If you come at 1030, we'll feed you. Anything we take in that day, it doesn't matter what it is that you buy. Chips, drink, hot dogs, steak, uh, uh, burgers, fries, or pierogies. Every dime we take in goes to the kid. Our donation, Bobby and I donation, my brother Bobby, you know, owns the business with me. Now, he doesn't do much for it, but he owns the business with me. That's a joke. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, 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 we give all of our our product. We donate whatever it is, four thousand, five thousand, whatever it is. That's our donation. We take nothing in return. So if the, if there's a thousand dollars in the drawer, that's what he gets. If there's mm-hmm. two thousand dollars in the drawer, that's what he gets. If there's three thousand dollars in the drawer, so you get the idea. Mm-hmm. So it, we we do not. 100% of all proceeds will go to Joey that day. And this family is in need, uh, Keith. And that's what, I, you know, because I had an event last year, and I usually do it once every two years. But this this year I'm doing it because this, you know, I'm, I played and coached and whatnot else. I didn't do it either one very well. But I played and coached, and I'm involved in a basketball community. And when I talked to uh, Corey France and, and, and Jeff Jones, uh, the coaches at Whitehall, and I was close to them, and I got close to them through Coach Tracy, and uh, uh, they said this 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 is a sad situation. So I I said absolutely I would do it, even though it's it's a year ahead of time. I have no problem with it. But anything that we take in on January eighth goes to that child. You want to make a donation? You can make a donation. Hey, well, well, the Grellers will be up. No question about. It. I mean, our our branch of the Greller family, you know. And I'm not really. I'm, I'm not. Obviously, we share the same last name, and I'm uh, rooting for him, uh, regardless of what his name is.
but uh, it will be up the, the, the will be up uh, that day. Uh, it's before my daughter goes back to college, and uh, so we're looking forward to it. But we'll, we'll definitely be up. Mark, I'm going to ask you: Can we take a break? Can you uh, just uh, just relax for a second? I know that's impossible for you, but can you relax I for a second? I never relax. <laughs> okay, but I and tell my pal Chuck I'm going to get him on here in a second too. Okay, we're going to. He's right here. All right, he's right here. So love you, brother. All right, that's, that we're going to take a break. Back with more of Calling All Sports on our final show of 2022. Back after this. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. And you know the guy that's. Uh, I, I'll let you do the plug later for our, our good friend up in Nazareth. Uh, but he's he's already putting out warnings of a bad storm coming. Yeah, he's always on this kind of stuff. <laughs> he loves he loves to hit that panic button. He likes to get everybody <laughs> on edge. Yeah. All right, let, beer mongerer. Blessed to have him as a friend and this next guy, Mr. Mark Maziato. We can skip to get back to him and and Mark. I can't commend you enough for all the great stuff that you do. You um. You've done this for I don't what what's that figure up to? Uh, I mean, I mean, I always ask you this. I know you don't keep count, but you've raised a lot of money over the years in these events for kids in need. I'd say over three hundred thousand dollars. Wow, wow! And uh, this being the twentieth event, and like I said, the first what was it, Chucky? The first fourteen were dances yeah. we used to have down at the church hall, and then I that got to be too much, and and we decided to start running them up here at the at the business and found out we could make just as much uh, money for, for the uh, people in need. Uh, but, you know, this is, this is something that, that when my sister was sick, I saw how people, it brought as much as you're upset about somebody being sick and somebody hurting, it brought people together. And it, it, I'm telling you, I used to say, oh, thank God I don't have cancer. Thank God that's not me. Thank God I don't. And then when you get involved with these people, I say, thank God for these people. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe a weird way to look at it, but it brings a community together and it brings out the best in people. I mean, when we, if we get a good weather day and there better not be any snow that day, but if we get a good weather day, the people come out in droves for this. And, and, and it's, it's so wonderful to see. And so I try to look at it from a different different standpoint at, at, at not so much, Oh geez, poor Joey or, or poor this one or poor that one. Of course you feel that way, but also look at the positive side of it. The positive side of it is it brings people together at a time. Let's face it. We're t- talking about a time in this world where things are crazy. You talk about me being crazy. The world's crazy. And it, 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 they're in need and people come out and they join and it brings people together. So that's a good thing. So that's, that's the good part of this. The bad part is obvious, mm-hmm. you know, the cancer and what these guys have to, uh, kids, I should say, have to go through. And, and most of the time, I should say this too, our fund is for children. Uh, Cause my sister, when she died at 53 had six children. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Right. And it's been, even to this day, you know, my father turned 101 on Friday. God bless him. 
That's great. Yeah. Oh, he's, great. he's a, a beautiful, beautiful man. Taught me this. And he taught me, you always feel better when you're giving than receiving. He says, don't look for something. Give something. And he, if even to this day, and, and he's, he's kind of withering now and whatnot else, but what a beautiful life he's had. But that's what it's taught me. And, 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 and you wouldn't normally, people say, well, you go and do this and that. And that. Well, that's the reason. The reason is I have I've, I come from a wonderful family, one minus Bobby maybe, but a wonderful family, <laughs> and I I realize that uh, uh, what good comes from this and how it makes you feel too. It, it's the best feeling in the world, Keith. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the best feeling in the world when you're doing something like this for somebody else and you see the smile on people's faces. You're making a family happy. And you're giving them all you can give them at that time. And, and they know one thing, that you love them. And that's key. You're the man, I'll tell you. I, I will say this, and I know I, uh, we opened the show, and I, you know, we we're talking about 2020, because I'm in a room here with calendars from 2020 left over. And I'm, I'm saying now <laughs> I'm coming up on the two-year anniversary uh, of me and my wife and my daughter being diagnosed with uh, COVID. And 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 2020, and I got to think about guys like you, 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 and Chuck in particular. A lot of people were very, very kind and reached out in some some shape or form, but no one, no one touched me more than you, Mister Mark and 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 Chuck. Uh, you came, you know, it's it's not an easy ride from Northampton down to Emmaus, but you made several deliveries of pots, hot dogs, uh, and then other goodies. By the way, pierogies and cheesesteaks and everything. Never forget that. Never forget that. Chuck also was there. Chuck, uh, Mary, his beautiful wife, Mary, who we're so happy to report is in a much better uh, shape at the end of 2022 than at the end of 2021. And we, we keep praying and, and thinking about her and pulling for her. But touch my heart, man. You, you touch my heart uh, with, what you, with what, what you did, Mark, and what Chuck did. And uh, you're right. It was a horrible time. It was a horrible Christmas. Yeah. It, was, it was a horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible Christmas. But yeah. the, the the people coming together and helping me, I I didn't ask for anything, but there you were helping. And, and uh, you know, because uh, my wife was in the hospital for six six nights. And and uh, yeah, anyway, it was a, I'll never forget it. Yeah. And uh, you, you were a good guy. You're a good guy. A, no, it's a, listen, it's, it, there's another thing that, that my old man taught me, the wonderful, wonderful person that he is. In that, you know, he, he said to me, sat to me down, he goes, Mark, what's the most important quality to have? I said, well, you got to be, you know, good person, love God. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but what's the most important? He goes, and he looked at me, and, and you got to know my pop. He goes, you're Italian. He goes, think, because we don't think very often. And I go, well, you know what? He goes, loyalty. Mm-hmm. He says, loyalty, don't ever lose that. He said, if you have loyalty and you're loyal to people, even when times are tough or you don't always agree with one another, he said, that's the best thing that you can do. He says, because so many people in your life are going to pat you on the back, tell you you're a great guy, telling you this and that, telling you this, that. And when you need them, he goes, they're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And he's right. <laughs> but if you have loyalty, he says, the friends that you do accrue, he says, are true friends. And, and that's the way I feel. And I feel that you're, you're a true friend to me, and I will always be loyal to you. Well, I'll never forget. And you're beloved, and I mean, you know, we we all think you're a little crazy, but anyway, well, 
Corona. We we but, but, but the point. Look, hey, look who I have for a brother. Yeah. Who do I got for a brother? Well, Bobby. he's the you know he's the same he's one. I you too. know uh, anyway. Yeah. The whole family. But right. uh, but let listen. Uh, we'll never forget it. We'll never Thank ever you. forget it. And uh, I'll do it if it ha- something happens tomorrow. I'll be there. I and I don't doubt that because that's the that's the that's the heart of gold that you possess, my friend. Look at well, uh, my dad. That's from my dad. I, 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 I get it from my dad. I, I'm going to take one more break, and on the, when I come sure. back, I, I want to spend a, a few minutes with my other good friend, Mister France. Okay, he's right here. Okay, so we're going to take one more time out, and we'll be back uh, talking with Mark and Chuck France. Don't go away. Not too far away. I'm not. I'm not going back to St. Louis, but you just said it all. I'd love to be back like, to St. Louis. I'll but, call you from my location. Like well, you're, like you're in a spy thriller. I, you know, I, I just don't want to, you know, talk about where I'm going. You know where I'm going. I think I told you last week. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll remember eventually. Yeah, we just can keep it between us if you don't mind. Any, <laughs> it's anyway. your thing, man. I, I'm not going to dox you. <laughs> All right. Let's get back. Is Mark there or does, does Chuck, have the, Chuck have the phone now? No, he's he's here. He's with me. We both can hear you. Okay, good. All right. Um Chuck, I'll get my my friend in my pal for many many years, and uh, I said I mean what I said uh, before a little bit a uh, little bit ago. Chuck, uh, so happy that Mary's on the men. We had a great great time with your entire family in St. Louis, and I would have said that by the way had the Cardinals not won all three games. I I, I let's get that right out there. Uh, I would have had a great time. Just being with you folks, even if the Yankees had swept the Cardinals, which they probably going to do this coming year when they play again. But anyway, uh, I know it's a it's a joyous holiday season for you, my friend, and uh, I know you're very thankful. Yeah, I am, Keith. Thanks, thanks for having me on. But this was for Mark. But uh, appreciate you having me on. Uh, he does some great things here, fundraising, and he he supports a lot of kids that are ill and uh, need help. And uh, I, I can't thank him enough for what he does. And his family, and raised hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars for these families. But yeah, what a year! What a what a year makes! What a difference a year makes! Uh, you know, dealing with Mary, uh, she really struggled. If you go back a year ago, she was in a wheelchair, and I thought I was going to lose her. That's how bad it was. It was scary. And then, um, you know, everything's come together as they said it would, but it took time. And uh, she's starting to put weight back on now, and her hair's coming out. So you know, she's very happy with and. Uh, you know, she has three more treatments left. She has one more this week and then three more, and she'll finish up the end of February. And then hopefully the port will come out and uh, she'll be on her way, you know, and uh, she's all excited about that. And the family is and all the well-wishers, you know, that we've been speaking to about her, asking how her how she's doing her happy, too, that uh, things are going well for her. And she's in a great, great place right now, great spirit, and, you know, she's upbeat, and we're all happy for that. But thanks for your concern and you know, checking on her, Keith. I appreciate it. Well, it was great to be with you guys uh, on that week in St. Louis, and I really enjoyed uh, enjoyed every part of that trip. And uh, you great family. I, you know, I think the world is Shelly, too, and, and your son, and uh, Shelly being your daughter, and Chuck Jr. being uh, your, 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 you know, and your grandkids, and just a great, it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, we, uh, I don't think my family's listening, but, uh, you know, we are like we turned that trip into a couple mementos that are going to be Christmas gifts, like a calendar. A calendar will be one, and a book. We made a book of pictures from that trip, and uh, uh, it was nice for me to have. Well, I had a great trip with my son and and my grandson, but that trip was special. 
because you had my wife, you had my daughter, you had my granddaughter, and and uh, they they just loved it. They just loved the whole time. And we're thinking about doing it again. I don't know. I got to. We, we're gonna, by the way, I'll, I've been taking care of some personal conversation here on the show here, but we're dis- we're going to discuss it over the holidays if we could pull off the Baltimore, and I'll get back to you as, as uh, right after Christmas on that, my friend. So. Well, we'd love we'd love to have you, Keith, and that trip is going to be real great. I was telling Mark earlier that of all the trips that I brought, I never got seats where I got yeah. for this Baltimore trip. We're only rows, a couple, five or six rows from the field, and uh, you know it's we're, we're real close. And uh, even at the uh, the game, uh, the last game where we're right behind the Yankee dugout, so it's going to be a great trip. We have a great bunch of people. Most of them are coming again that were on the St. Louis trip. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll get back forward. to you. I'm gonna. I'll get back to you. Don't don't close me out yet. Let me. We have to discuss things over. You know, because I. You know, I have a, a daughter that's getting married too this coming year, and and they they live four hours away, and we have to discuss some things. But we're. we're I'll mm-hmm. give you. I'll give you an answer right after Christmas, or right no after. Problem. No or, problem. Right after the new no year. Problem. We're hope. We're hoping. To, thing, we're hoping to make it happen. One other thing I, I got. I seen this morning that you may know it already. Uh, we had some sad news about our fan, one of our fan club members. Mr. George Varinkovich passed away. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, he's going to be missed. Uh, I know he, the last year or so he hasn't attended any meetings, but what a great individual. He was such a great guy, and he's going to be missed. Yes, and I ho- intend to uh, do a little write-up on him when I get the opportunity. It's been a tough go here. It's been a really tough go losing losing people. And, uh, yeah. you know, Bruce Trotter comes to mind. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, the various different people we've lost. It's it, 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 Kurt Simmons, the man, the reason I root for the St. Louis Cardinals, Kurt Simmons, he passed away this past week. So it's been it's been difficult, a bit difficult time, but it is part of life, you know, and we just got to hang in there as long as we can and enjoy what we have, you know. So um, anything else? I mean, your Yankees are looking good. They're, they're spending, which which uh, I wish my Cardinals would do. They're spending money left and right. What a rotation they've lined up. Are you, are you happy about the Yankees? Yeah, I am. I just uh, I was talking to Mark. Listen, one more thing we need is an outfielder. Uh, you know, Ben Attendee left us. So we're looking for a, a solid outfielder. But uh, I, I'm going to let you go, Keith. I just want to thank you and for everything you've done for me and my family and the fan club. Uh, and uh, also, uh, I hope you and your family have a safe and happy holidays and catch you when you come back, uh, you know, in January. And well, I'll turn it over to Mark now. So thanks again, Keith, for everything. Sounds good. And we'll be back. I'll be back on January 8th, the day of the event. So maybe we can get you guys to set the scene for us up there at Potts, and then uh, I'll be up Absolutely. after the show. Absolutely. All right. Anything else from you, my, my good friend? Well, the only thing I got to say, I, w- I just want to give a shout out to all our workers who volunteered at that. You know, none of them take a dime. And, they all, and, 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 and the one who runs that and organizes that is, is the girl that runs the business for me, Tracy Emanuel. And she does a tremendous job. And, you know, they don't ask for anything. They don't ask for any kudos. They don't ask for, for any pats on the back or anything. And they take absolutely no money. And the last thing I would like to leave you with, Keith, is that, the, the thing about this that, that, that I get out of it every year is that what you learn from this, what you get from it, and what you get from it and what, they, what these kids teach you that have this disease, they teach you about faith, they teach you about hope, 
Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.